take a second to remind ourselves to keep you humble And if my brother should fall, our sister's half a stumble Pick you back up, life's a mile speed, a sore spot Hey, we're back with a Juby Take. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. Hey, hey, hey. Heather here. The oh. whole gang is here tonight. Woo, woo. And in case you didn't recognize the hey, 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 it's TJC and the hizzy. Yeah, exactly. So we have both of our executive producers with us, which... Doesn't happen okay. very often. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, so we, we, don't, we don't really get a lot of call for it, so Neither it's not like there. people are clamoring. It's kind of like the president and the vice president. We don't ever fly on the same plane. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This is a safety hazard. I don't hazard. know that I would want to... Uh, never mind. We're not a political <laughs> show. Compare ourselves. Yeah. To, yeah. Just a general, not I a personal. I wouldn't... Uh, so anyway, so what we're going to do tonight is... Uh, Something that Joe wants to do. So I'm just going to throw it to uh, Mr. Joe Cherry. Yeah, so I have a game idea. So there, I don't believe there's been a game on the podcast yet. Are there, beow, beow, beow. Are there nice. prizes? There are. Yay. They'll be mailed out to the winners. That's what I'm just talking like about. Yeah, you're going to get them the day after you get your <laughs> Cherry Award. Just right. like my Cherry Award? <laughs> That's right. That's right. So I came up with a game. It's called... Uh, it's, I'm not in love with the name. But it's called Can That Critic? And basically what it is is... I'm obsessed with uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores. Yeah. Because I don't get it. But. Uh, okay. So this game is basically I'm going to read you reviews of universally adored movies and one TV show that we'll talk about later. And then I'm going to read you. Oh, anyway, I'm going to read you these three different reviews and you're going to decide they're negative reviews of universally adored movies. Okay. One of them is real, two of them are not real. So with the caveat of I did borrow from some other movie reviews because I'm not that creative, so I couldn't write my own reviews for everything that was fake. Okay. So. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I guess we can forgive you for that. <laughs> so no, this, this is, sounds exciting. It is exciting. I am excited about well, this. You, well, the point is like. You don't play games You don't get it, here. right? Like Toy Story, 99%. Who's the jackass that gave Toy Story a, a negative review? That's basically the premise. Nice. Gotcha. So, so maybe they give them a four out of five. No, no, no. Rotten Tomatoes is thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, really? And so the tomato meter. Yeah, there was a whole thing. Sheldon went crazy about that because it, you know, it went from a star system to a thumbs up, thumbs thumbs down. There's a whole episode about it. Oh, was oh. there? Oh, oh yeah. Big, big there. Strong letter writing uh, production when it happened after that. That's okay. funny. Yeah. So for, I, no I guess for people that don't know, like Adam and the, the one <laughs> other guy out there. That doesn't even listen to this podcast. Maybe I'm the 1%. That yeah. <laughs> you are not the 1%. Okay. <laughs> but for people that don't know, Rotten Tomatoes takes a movie and the critics from all around the country, they just aggregate their reviews and they decide whether those critics are given five stars or thumbs up, thumbs down or whatever. They take it and they say positive review or a negative review. And so Toy Story has 99% positive reviews. Now, that doesn't mean everyone loves it necessarily, although Toy Story, everyone does. It just means 99% of critics gave it a better than average review. Right, a review that you could take as a positive. Yeah, so in a, in a five-star rating system, it's three stars. Okay. That's all it takes, okay, to get a positive review, which makes it even more insane that something like Toy Story would have a negative review. Right, so, I would agree. Anyway, I didn't use Toy Story in my examples, but without further ado, I'm going to give you the name of a movie, and then I'm going to read you three reviews, and you guys have to decide which one of these is BS. What or if actually, we haven't seen the movie? Which one of these is real? There will be two that are BS. If you haven't seen the movie, then you're going to have a disadvantage. Okay. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'll just play along. <laughs> For sure. That's kind of the point of the I'm, game. I, Thank you. I think I picked movies that we've all seen. Perfect. So, all right. First movie is, are we ready? Yes. All right, hands on your buzzers. First movie is <laughs> Forrest Gump. Hey, I've seen that one. Yeah, there you go. Heather? Life is like a box of chocolates. That's right. All right, so Forrest Gump, review number one. Hank's performance, while a departure from his previous meaningless drivel, was at best mediocre and silly, and at worst, incredibly offensive. Review number two. I can't see how people with low IQ or those who love them are in any way comforted by all this hogwash. I can easily see how such people might be offended by its smug unreality. And review number three, its end effect depends largely on one's susceptibility to the sight of an actor acting nonstop and extremely well. 
but to no particular urgent dramatic purpose. So one of those is an actual review and the other two are fictitious. Is that correct? That's correct. Or at least not reference uh, in reference to Forrest Gump. (laughs) Well, personally, I think that they're all insane. But I think that the first one is the real one. In my, I'm sorry if this is not the way it's supposed to go. If I'm nope, just, you're okay. absolutely yeah. Okay, I think the okay. first one is the real one because it said Hank in it. So because of what you said at the first time or before, you said that some of these you pulled from other. That's my logic. Yeah, that's what I'm going I, with. I would be a raving lunatic if I pulled one that said someone else's name that right. wasn't yeah, in the but movie. But that would that would be a cute way of trying to slide one through. <laughs> Meryl Streep in Forrest Gump yeah. <laughs> delivered a wooden performance. Yeah. <laughs> she would have done a good job as Forrest's mom or Jenny even. Yeah. Eh, maybe not Jenny. Maybe not Jenny. Yeah, but you can't replace Sally. No, you can't. In anything. Ever. Yeah. It's in her contract. Agreed. <laughs> what do you think, Steve? Do you, and at any point, if you want me to read it again. No, I would. Please, God, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll say number two. Is the real one, you yes. say? Okay. Heather? Number three is the real one because if someone is reviewing the entire movie, they're going to also point out efficiencies or inefficiencies from the other actors in the play. Sally Field was wonderful. Robin Wright was wonderful. Um, the... Captain... Yeah, Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise, yeah. So, and two is just frankly offensive, and that person, I think, would have been fired from whatever publication that was in. So, I believe it's it's three. I, there is a smidgen of value, I think, in three. I don't completely agree with it, but I see the point of view. Okay, I like that. Thoughtful. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Insightful. It seemed a little bit more insightful than my reason. <laughs> <laughs> come on now, Adam. My <laughs> choice. Oh, come on. I don't Mr. know 1%. that that's possible. Because it fine. said Hank. But uh, <laughs> at the same time, I still, it's not even, it's not even his I name. still like yeah. my logic. All right, good. So somebody should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Okay. The real review is review number two. <gasps> yeah, thank you. So, Steve, you, you are offensive much. and should be re- removed from your publication. Which is which is just exactly why I wanted to play this game because yeah. how ridiculous is that? That's kind it of it is, and that's why I picked it. Yeah, uh, because it, it's somebody on a soapbox. So the first one was written by me, and the third one was actually in reference to uh, Rain Man. It was talking about Dustin Hoffman's yeah. performance okay. in Rain Man. <sighs> Which, yes, agreed. (laughs) I I concur with that sentiment. (laughs) All right, second movie. I like this. I'm getting the hang of this now. I'm enjoying this. The second movie is The Outlaw Josie Wales. Oh, this is not fair. Have you not seen The Outlaw? My husband can recite dialogue. (laughs) Well, Well, I can too. All right. Well, let's see how. So why is it not fair? Has he read every critic? (laughs) Not fair to Adam, I guess, is why you're protesting. (laughs) The lady doth protest too much. I don't Uh, know. Yeah. All right, so The Outlaw Josie Wells. Review number one. These are a little shorter and sweeter. A soggy attempt at a post-Civil War Western epic. Review number two. This is a film of uneven performances and strange decisions. Review number three. Vacillates between mind-numbingly slow to pointlessly violent. Okay. So... I need to immediately choose the third option because I don't know what vacillate <laughs> means. And I'm, I'm thinking that because of that, it's the right one. Okay. So you're going back and forth on... <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No. Uh, on, on what you're thinking about this? No, so I you're think he was actually, pretty steadfast. He's not I am, as I'm As I'm hearing these options, I'm going for what stands out to me the most. Okay. And in this one... So you're uh, not vacillating at all on the, which you're choosing. It, I don't have any Vaseline with me. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, okay. I thought, I, th- see, I thought you said vastly. The word is vacillating. Yeah. When you vassal, you don't know if you're here or here. So you're... That's correct. I'm still choosing. Now you know. <laughs> okay, I, 
I tried to make fun of him, you know. I thought it was pretty subtly, yeah. but you know the. <laughs> That's okay. English teacher over here is the just many, the many, hammering on yeah, him. Just shame. I, 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 hey, I get the it. The many now, words though. of Adam Juby. I understand. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. I think. Clearly. Okay, so you're, you're picking number one. Three. Three. Correct. <laughs> Check. <laughs> so, uh, so number one was a soggy attempt at a post-Civil War Western epic. Number two is this is a film of uneven performances and strange decisions. And number three was vacillates between mind-numbingly slow to pointlessly violent. Okay, that's just silly. Three can't possibly be it. Nobody could be that far off. Uh, I would say number one. I'm going number two. I think Sandra Locke was a little wooden. I didn't completely appreciate her performance. Okay. She was a little Pinocchio-ish. Yes. (laughs) Well, and there's a reason for that. She's a horrible actress. (laughs) Well, then there's that. But But, Clint Eastwood did marry her, though. Well, and that's the reason she was in several of his movies. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. All right, so the winner is, once again, the Elder Juby. Oh, <laughs> Number one is the correct uh, <laughs> review. A soggy attempt. That was. I'll go back real quick and read, because uh, I actually did make a note. So from uh, Forrest Gump, it was a 2019 review by Stanley Kaufman from the New Republic. So that could, that's the gentleman who needs to be fired. Oh, okay. To, to he just, probably has been. Just it's, to double back on that. Okay. <laughs> and this review, a soggy attempt at a post-Civil War and epic, was from 2003 by Richard Eater of the New York Times. The so, New York that's, Times. It's, it's just a person that doesn't like a Western. And then you, the uh, second one was actually a review of The Hateful Eight. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and then, and the, that totally fits. Yeah, the third one was me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I keep choosing your. So vacillates between mind-numbingly slow. Nobody picked up on the uh, grammatical error. I said two instead of and. So there yeah. you go. Uh, well, violent. we don't want. I'm not trying to call you out. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the next movie is Stripes. Nice. <sighs> the very recently seen by me, Stripes. Ooh. Is that a fact, Jack? Yes, it is. It uh, started streaming. Very nice. Thanks. But inch. All right. So, review number one for Stripes. <clears throat> there are seeds of something funny in the film's beginning and in its premise, but they are soon dissipated by so little sustained wit and so much scenery. Review number two. Trust me, it was a whole lot funnier when you were ten. Review number three. If this guy is funny, and evidently a constituency exists somewhere, probably France, then his appeal is un- inscrutable to me and millions of other Americans. Okay, so... Is he referencing Bill Murray? I would, I would think so. Because of that, <laughs> I don't choose any of them. I, I refuse to choose one. Adam's Can bowing out. <laughs> you're saying so you not, can't figure out which one he wrote? You're, you're, you're saying none of the above? That's I'm not, not going to condone not anything that oh, says anything what, negative about what you're stripes. Saying. You're protesting out of principle. I get Correct. it. And you let it all go with Josie Wales. I mean, Forrest <laughs> Gump, I get it. Okay. But Josie Wales. There was like the Vaseline word. I forget what it was. It's yeah, ferocity. He, re- or <laughs> he really got or distracted by that. <laughs> okay. It, hey, look over me. here. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something's <Okay>. Vaselining. <laughs> Don't. Don't 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 use right. don't use that way. If you misuse it, it's just bad. So Adam, yeah, just bad, just give me a number bad, one, bad. two, or three. We won't say what it means. Uh, it's going to be a one here tonight. Okay. All right. Okay, I need to hear him again All because right. it. Number one, there are seeds of something funny in the film's beginning and in its premise, but they are soon dissipated by so little sustained wit and so much scenery. Number two, trust me, it was a whole lot funnier when you were ten. Number three. If this guy is funny, and evidently a constituency exists somewhere, probably France, then his appeal is inscrutable to me. Okay, I'm going three, because no 10-year-old watched the uncut version of Stripes. (laughs) So I'm going to go with number one. I completely agree with uh, Steve Juby there, because there are brustuses in this movie and some foul language. And if you're letting your 10-year-old watch it, um, get off your phone. Okay. There you go. There weren't phones when this movie came out. The yeah. review, the correct review is number two. Mm. And it was 
Rob Vo, Vox, V-A-U-X, from Flipside Movie Emporium from 2002. And the other two, the first one was actual review as well. Both of the other two were Janet Maislin of New York Times when talking about uh, mm-hmm, stri- uh, Spies Like Us. That was an actual review of Spies Like Us. Oh, yeah. I could, yeah. And again, accurate. Yeah. A- totally accurate. And then the third one was actually a review of In the Army Now, starring, starring Polly Shore. Yeah. Oh, Lord. So, the, 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 if this okay, guy I can totally has a Polly, I guess. Yeah, maybe in France. <laughs> okay, read number two again. Number two is Trust Me. It was a whole lot funnier when you were 10. I see, I don't. There's no way. So, what kind Our of. Our 10 year olds didn't watch it. Yeah. yeah. I mean,. And not even the extended uncut version. I waited until I was 43. Where, where is this guy's moral? <laughs> and there was, yeah. I where mean, is it, this guy's moral compass? Like, it's R-rated to begin with. Yeah. I don't, and they had to cut certain scenes to get it to R. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I, I think. I watched a lot of movies, not Stripes, ironically, but they, I shouldn't have when I was 10. So this guy apparently saw it when he was 10. Well, yeah. <laughs> when I was 10. You know, the Van Dykes were sleeping in twin beds and they were married. So that gives you an idea of what the French were just coming up with this whole moving picture thing. Yeah. <laughs> what was available when I was 10 certainly wasn't stripes. All right. So that's the three movies that I came up with. So the, the fourth thing is a TV show. And I think we all know which one it is. It's Game of Thrones. Dun, dun, dun. So Game of Thrones, they don't on Rotten Tomatoes. They don't actually do reviews of the whole show. They do it by season. Oh, by so, season. So what I picked was the eighth, seventh season, the last season, right? The the which was one of the higher reviewed seasons, and you know that yeah, show, that show's you, been yeah. higher, highly reviewed until totally. recently. But they're more finally, on that finally starting to get it together. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Game of Thrones review number one. This is again season seven review. Uh, with each season, the show has become more visually stunning and yet somehow less and less interesting. Perhaps it's because our favorite characters are either killed or changed to the point of being unrecognizable. Review number two. The breakneck speed at which the show is hurtling towards some big conclusion is hurting plots that could have serious emotional ramifications. Review number three. George R. R. Martin is rolling over in his mother game. Ooh. Wait. What or grave rather, and then that—that's a joke. But yeah, because he's still alive. Okay, all right. Oh, that, and that's it. That's it. Short and sweet. Um, oh. I'm gonna go with number two. Read, read it again. Sure. Uh, number two: the breakneck speed at which this show is hurtling towards some big conclusion is hurting plot points that could have serious emotional ramifications. I can see where he's coming from on that one. Okay. Yeah. That's it. But that's not the one I'm picking. Okay. I'm interested. I'm drawn a little bit to three, but I'm pretty sure that you wrote that one. So I'll say one. Okay, Heather? I think the strongest characters have remained true to themselves, so um, number one does not fit my bill. Um, I'm just going to let Adam have his big number two. So I'm going to go with number three. I love that two of you picked number three. <laughs> uh, that I wrote that one for sure. <laughs> and I wrote the first one. So number two is the winner. And yes. last point wins. Adam is the champion. <laughs> hey, you know what? Can I have a uh, speech? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So first off, I'd like to thank all of you guys for being here and supporting me through all of this. Um, I feel... So we really didn't. Uh, I felt like through it all, you guys, although challenged me, you made it seem like it was it was my decision, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. All right. You're welcome. And that was it. That was my game. Okay, 17 minutes. Game of Joes. <laughs> yeah, well, then I kind of figured, you know, I didn't know if you guys were interested or if you had a plan to talk about Game of Thrones, you know, when it was wrapped up. Or I, I thought maybe right before the finale, and you might not even get this out before then, frankly. 
Yeah. Um. Probably not. You should. Uh, we're possibly. We should get into it, and you should get it out before then. Yeah, I I think that that's that's what we're gonna shoot for. <laughs> and once again, as I always say, it doesn't matter. No one's listening. Right. Exactly. I will be listening. <laughs> I enjoy it thoroughly. So okay, so Game of Thrones. Uh, we have one episode left. One yeah. 83 minutes, 82 minutes, yep. something like that. So it was funny when I was looking this up, as I was looking at all the ratings for everything, like the last two or three episodes have taken nosedives in the ratings. So do you guys, and I've heard some squawking out there at the water cooler. Oh, there's, yeah, there's serious online Absolutely. stuff. Of, of, and, the, and there's the silliness of, you know, a Starbucks cup. Yeah, which I never saw. Yeah, uh, you know, on, on the table, you know, when they're, drinking wine you know out of a elk horn or yeah. whatever it is that they're exactly uh, this last episode there's the spotting and the people that find this stuff i don't watch that closely no i'm you know and kind of wrapped I, up in the story yeah you know as much as i like watching for continuity and things and you know seeing what's silly and what's not you know the brad pitt and oceans 11 with the four different types of shrimp cocktail standing yeah. in the casino. In uh, between Steve and I, we're usually pretty darn good continuity detectives. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was so much going on. If that's what somebody was focused on, they were looking for that kind of a snafu. Oh, there's I definitely, I think what the point you were making yes. was there are people that are out there looking for that specifically. Well, oh, I think that sure. they, yeah, I think they go back and, and look in, you know, slow motion. Exactly. Uh, to look for these kinds of things because the the shot that you can actually see it in, I remember that during the show, and you're, you're talking about two or three seconds. Yeah. So if your eye caught that, okay, good for you. You know, my first uh, instinct was there. Nope, that's fake. Somebody photoshopped it in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then there's that. Yeah. And this last episode, the the one is is Jamie's. You know, when he's hugging. Circe, you know, before the ceiling falls in, uh-huh. uh, you can see on the backside, you can see his right hand. His real hand? His yes. real hand. Oh, I, yeah. See, I wouldn't notice that. Okay. Now, I haven't shared this. Here's what I was hoping for, that somehow Jamie was going to find a weird hole in all of that rubble. Mm-hmm. They were going to get through on the other side, get in the boat, and Arya was going to come all covered in soot and kill Cersei. That yeah. was my last hope. Yeah, I think him. a lot of people were hoping about hoping for something more satisfying. We've talked about it a million times. When you get somebody who's so evil and has done so many things, and you know, no, no, it seems like no comeuppance is going to be good enough. It almost made it, it seem like she died the way she like it died the way that that Jamie wanted to die at least you know earlier right in I forget what season it was season five something like that he was you know asked you know how do you want to die and he said in the arms of my lover yeah and so you know really he died the way he wanted to and that's right and the only thing I'll say about the way they handled that and I'm a huge critic of you make this person this evil you know you you really gotta punish him at the end yeah you gotta pay it off the one thing I thought they got right was looking at her in the red keep and each time something was going on, you know, you could see in her face and I think it was a great performance. You could see in her face that all of these different things that were going to save her, you know, they'll never, you know, the, the soldiers will never quit. They'll fight to the very end. You can't get in the red keep. You know, the golden army will stop them. I have all of these, and I forget what they call them, but the, you know, the, you know, the big lances that killed the one dragon. Right. Well, you know, we're going to get them. You know, the uh, Iron Fleet. And they all went down. And the guy kept coming in and saying, yeah, no, the Iron Fleet's burning. Yeah. Yeah, no, all of those, you know, big, you know, spear-chucking things or you know they're all destroyed and you can just see in her face each time that she's being told that yeah that's not going to save you yeah that's not going to save you it was actually a little uh reminiscent of austin powers (laughs) yeah weirdly enough where he's like uh he he comes up with this diabolical plan and you know the guy's like 
uh, that that already has happened. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that Maybe work. really what it was was a statement that if you were really a horrible, horrible, horrible human being, the universe will take you out. Yeah, nothing's going to save you, you. You don't need an assassin. You don't need a big lance or retribution or payback. It's just the universe will make sure that you're gone. Via well, but, you know, a fire-breathing dragon. Yeah. Right. You know. Well, yeah, then, then there's that because the dragon actually did cause everything to completely fall apart. Yeah. So if you extend that out, um, maybe Daenerys killed her, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. But I just, else. I felt satisfied with, you know, it wasn't the violence. It wasn't somebody stabbing her. It wasn't, you know, the dragon's fire, you know, melting everybody. Because you couldn't do that because the mountain right. had to die, you know, with the hound. Yes. So, but I just, I felt that they handled that really well. That it just, her life, her world, everything that she thought could possibly happen disintegrated in fairly short order right in front of her. And she was left with nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't really have a big problem with any of it. That's sort of why I brought it up because everyone's squawking about, you know, this and that and Daenerys and all that. And like, I don't know why people wouldn't have seen that coming. Like, I think people get with a show like this that's got so many people so wrapped up and it's so good that people now are starting to just, you know, project what they how they want it to go. And when it doesn't go that way, they get they get all mad and stuff, right? It's, all it's, I can, yeah, because you want her to be a really you know this this huggy feely person. You want her that to be the good guy. She was, yeah. and there's been too many plot lines that have twisted and and been weird and gone ways you didn't expect, and people that have died that you didn't want to. Yeah. You know, throughout from you know we've talked about it before in these podcasts about game of thrones you know you know dad you talk about ned stark and you know ned stark I mean, died in the third episode exactly. I mean, come on he was my you know he's the <clears throat> you know so it's just like that's exactly what this show has been built on you know and i think that looking you know into it and lo- or looking back at it you know after this is all said and done it's probably going to be something that we're going to look at as is something that's awesome that we you know that we think it played such a part that rose us to this discussion that made it interesting that made it like where you're like whoa why did that happen why did she go there oh my gosh you know it's this uproar of discussion and um you know now uh we're, we're all in awe and waiting to see what's going to happen in this last episode and isn't that what you want in a season isn't that what you want to show is we waiting for that last episode and just waiting to see what happens and how they're gonna you know make everything better how they're gonna you know build on what's already happened yeah, no, I can't wait to see how they they wrap it up. Exactly. What so do you guys have any thoughts or theories about how you how you might want it to end, or you think it'll end, or you just kind of open to whatever happens? I think that she, you know, with Daenerys, you know, when she had her moment of of craziness, you know, her mad moment, um, it. I think that that is inevitable and in just who she is. But I think that the thing that maybe makes her different is just her ability to change and adapt. And obviously she had that built up rage towards Cersei and everything that's happened. And just like the insecurities of the people around her dying and uh, her closest friends. So I think that after that, maybe she's able to hopefully realize that, you know, that's not the way and become better. You know, and then Jon Snow can help her realize that and, you know, they can grow together and lead together. That's kind of, I guess, the happy ending that I'm hoping will, will, wow. not will be Not a there. chance. No, and absolutely. I will, I You're ha- wrong. I, I have to say because... <laughs> I love that you want that. Because both of you guys have, have said the name the way that I used to say it. What's that? It's Daenerys, not Daenerys. Oh, okay. And Zach corrects me every single time. As he should. Okay. But it's Daenerys. Got you. Okay. Now, right. if Zach ever listens to it, he, he'll go, oh, thank hey. you for correcting. All right. But there's one thing that I thought about. At no time during the destruction of the city did you see Daenerys directing the dragon. So did the dragon do it on his own? No. No. Oh. 
Look at the look on her face. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Well, I, I saw the look on her face, but they never showed her on the dragon. Then they she never, never showed never her commanded it. But the dragon, I mean, it feels. I, I think, read this. You know, I'm she sure was on. The, she, they never showed her on the dragon. Yes, they did. No, well, they, they, you could see that she was on the dragon. But if the dragon, I read this. I don't necessarily agree with it. Okay. But this was somebody's theory: is that you know, did the dragon act on its own? Because, you mm. know, she can't stop the dragon from doing whatever it wants to do. There was was there ever a precedent set for the dragons acting on their own, other than eating but like maybe goats this or something? Is it. <laughs> They're going to set a precedent in the no, I don't penultimate episode. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, you can understand, you know, the Mad Queen. You know everything that happened. Zach and I talked the other day about the fact that, okay, she was the freer of slaves. Breaker of chains. Breaker of chains. Yeah. But no one in King's Landing, of all of these innocents, these weren't slaves. These were people that were going in for protection. Correct. It's not a matter of saving them because they're not you know, enslaved people that she can save. Oh, no, she's been... And that's the big difference. She was pretty clear that she didn't give a, a, a whole lot of <laughs> care about them. She was more concerned about, or at least the way she couched it, was that she was more concerned about the future of Westeros, right? So, right, and she needed people to fear her because right. nobody loved her. Right. Well, so. what I think is that really that girl was up there with a broken heart, realizing she was in love with her uncle... And nephew. wanting nephew, excuse me, whoever just mumbled that. I don't know who it was. <laughs> I came um, from the ether. Related, closely related. And um, she was going to show the men around her that it was her and her alone and it was her choice and she was the queen and um, I'm in charge. Fear yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. So it was more about showing Jon Snow and Tyrion. Sure. And especially Tyrion. I mean, uh, oh, and the look on his face. Oh, I just, I felt for him. When they executed his best friend in front of well, him. Well, and then well, the whole no, time. No, when he, when he was just standing in oh, the middle yeah. of the city falling around him, realized how many times had he saved those people? How yeah. many times had he, you know, with, with subterfuge and um, the strength from the, the curls on top of his head, yeah. you know, did he show himself to be a compassionate man? Well, and he directly yeah. was, you know, obviously abdicating for the whole ringing of the bells. And all right, the, and that know. was oh his big gosh, thing. Right. Is, you know, the people were turned yeah. against Circe. Yeah. You know, so to show them. Yeah, once the bell, so once he heard the bells, yeah, exactly, that look on his face like, yes, I was right. And then, and then she just swooped in, leaps off yeah. and just starts destroying everything and so. he and he had you know professed his undying loyalty to her and and faith that she was going to do the right thing and same with Jon Snow he did the same thing you know she's my queen and all that so it'll be interesting to see you know how they react for sure I don't know I, yeah. I, I don't know I really don't know I'd like your pie in the sky wishes Adam but I don't see that happening no uh, I, no, there's no way. I mean, I can see an angle where she might try and go that route, you know. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It's. I don't know. I just hope that. Uh, I hope Arya features prominently. Oh. I, I, I can't imagine she won't. Well, it, she's given up the revenge piece. Yeah, you know she sure so, did. <laughs> you know the the faceless thing. You know she never used that. I kind of thought that maybe she would. You know. It, I thought maybe she would take on, you know, somehow Jamie would die and she would take Jamie's face. Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah. And she walks in as, you know, looking like Jamie and kills Cersei. You know? Oh, yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, should have <laughs> wrote this stuff. Dang. Uh, you know, that's what I kind of thought, you know, but it, and that's one of the criticisms that a lot of people had is that these story arcs, you know, and you're always talking about story arcs. Yes. And... You know, all of this time, you know, the main thing with Arya was vengeance. You know, she needed vengeance against all of these people. And that's why she went and was trained, you know, by the no-name people and, you know, the faceless man and all of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she killed Walter Frayne, mm -hmm. you know, the red wedding. Yeah, yeah. 
And, you know, I mean, it, it benefited her, but it was kind of abandoned at the end. So yeah. obviously they have a different idea of how they want Ari to end, not just as a assassin. Right. Vengeful assassin. Yeah. Going for revenge. Well, because that's, yeah, that's, there's not a lot of depth to that. I mean, that's what the hound was, except for, you know, he had one subject that. Yeah. And I think they made the mountain a little bit too hard to kill. You, you put a dagger in his eye. Yeah. Through the back of his head. He's not going to keep fighting. I guess. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. What was he? I don't even know. It was some kind of weird Frankenstein zombie. It was his brother. Well, I know that, but I mean, like, whatever they did it didn't to him. didn't seem human whatever, in some whatever they Well, they did that whole thing to him when he was, he was essentially killed by uh, somebody, wasn't he? Or very close to it? No, he was, yeah, in that, the, and I forget the guy's name. Yeah, the, he was essentially a Spaniard, but it's in that world, so he's yeah, not a Spaniard. Yeah, you know, yeah, he was from a different land, and he was fighting for Tyrion. Yes. He was Tyrion's yeah, hero. Yeah, and he was great. He, yeah, and he would. Yeah, and he yeah. got cocky. He got cocky, and then the guy <laughs> squished his head. So, yeah. you know, and you hate when that happens. But I think, that, wasn't it that basically the mountain was dead or dying at least, and then they did some kind of voodoo magic or something on him that made him all weird looking like that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So it, I got the impression from that point on he was essentially a, a zombie <laughs> or, or something along those lines. Yeah. Superhuman. Looked that way, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, right. That's, tough guy to kill that's for certainly was he stabbed him right through his freaking head but to your point i did see something and maybe you know again it's the internet so you you nothing's on there that's not true that's that's right it's completely accurate and i did see something where jamie was crawling out from the rubble oh really yeah so (laughs) you know maybe the the big stuff landed on circe and and you know he's gonna what he'll make yeah. he'll make his way back to uh what's her name yeah so he'll go back to uh Breen? Brienne, Brienne. Brienne of Tarth yeah 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 because her little heart's gonna be broken I saw a great uh I saw a great meme that showed it was like you know who wouldn't have uh slept with her and then ran back to be with his sister and it was pointing to the the crazy redheaded guy or whatever oh yeah the, oh yeah <laughs> The wildling? Yeah, the wildling guy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what his name is, but he's uh, yeah. he's great. Yeah, he's fantastic. Which is crazy, because so there's one episode left, right? And it's, I don't know, I'm yeah. guessing it's somewhere, give or take, 90 A- minutes. 80 minutes, yeah, yeah I think 80. So something there's no way they're going to wrap up or get back to all the people that I'm interested in. You know what I mean? Because well, there's it'll so be, yeah. many characters that have such great development. That who do you want? Who do you well, want to know the, what happened to the wildling? You know those guys and uh, all the people in the north. Frankly, I mean, well, I'm assuming we'll see Sansa and you know. Well, Win- the wildlings kind of had their ending, I think, already they in did. saying that they yeah, were like they were going north go of the wall north. and they were going to go up to. They this. even said they could have you know Castle Black and they could stay yep. there. But oh, they were I like, fully no. ex- I fully expect that Sansa and Arya are going to be huge players in the final episode. I think they have to be. I, w- I can't so who's imagine. Gonna, they who's what are you going to do with Bran? Yeah, right. Yeah, he kind of said I his piece. You know the, the <laughs> And then Bronn, what do you do with him? Oh, yeah. What do you do with Bronn? You know because with, he was, you know, he was going to kill if it didn't work out, you know, he was supposed to kill Jamie. Well, and, I I imagine and that's off. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. again, that's kind of hanging out there. Yeah, I, and I, one of the things I saw that I thought was funny is that okay, Cersei was so excited to see Jamie and Jamie was so excited to see her when a couple weeks before, you know, she had sent an assassin off to kill him. Right. And he knew it because, you know, eh. Braun showed up and said, yeah, yeah I'm going to see what the best offer is. Yeah. You know, I know I can kill you at any point and, uh, but, uh, let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. But all, all's forgiven, I guess, you know? Yeah. True love. A yeah. queen's life is hard. <laughs> So Brandon Stark, when I, this is a question for me. There's something that was, I think is I'm looking forward to seeing if they close up in this next episode with Brandon Stark, you know, right before he was about to be killed by the, um, forget his name. Oh, the night King. Night King. Yeah. yeah. The night King. And, uh, Theo was, you know, 
fighting for him and whatnot, but he went all wide-eyed and did his little phasing into the Ravens trying yeah, to... Yeah, the three-eyed raven. Right, and trying to... But he can also, you know, I believe connect to different animals or different things. I what, what was he doing during that time? Okay. I did read this, and I've looked at next to nothing because I really don't want to talk to... I don't want to know, have this discussion with or a one-sided discussion with somebody that I don't know that I can respond to and go, uh, I don't know. What if this whole story has been bronze memory? Oh, if they pull a new heart on us, I'm going to be pissed. Only because, (laughs) only because he said right before I died, all I see, all I see or all I live are memories. All I see, he said something. Yeah, he did say something like that. Right like that. So what if... He's just, he's the, um, he is that, what's the word I want? Um, not universe because it's not a universe, but that's civili- like the he's, narrator he's, he's of like, he's, the his, he's the historian of that civilization. Hmm. Hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Interesting. What that, if also, and this is, this is the only thing I, I don't think that Daenerys is going to end up on the Iron Throne. But wouldn't it be fabulous if somebody from the Stark family does? That would Some, be pretty cool. I mean, that would just be like... Does someone from, have okay. to? Okay, I'm throwing it out there. Oh, here uh, he's big, big news, big news. Yeah, <laughs> theory. I believe that Tyrion is going to end up on the Iron Throne. Uh. I would... I'd be down with that. I'd be really okay with Jon Snow doesn't want it. No. Sansa, I don't believe. You know, she's queen of the north. And now the you know, the vengeance piece is has gone away from Arya. So and you know, I, I don't see her doing it and I don't see Jon Snow. You know, I mean like I said, he he has no interest, he doesn't want it. And with what happened, unless they do a real flip floppy thing, you know, I don't see Daenerys sitting on the, you know, on the Iron Throne. What if she kills Jon Snow to protect her throne? And Tyrion kills her. Bam. Bam. With Arya's help. It just to me, me if you if you look at, at at again story arc. Yeah. If you look at Tyrion and the way that he was, you know, from the very beginning, the way his family treated him. Mm-hmm. Jamie, you know, that big scene that mm-hmm. you know. Jamie, you were the only one that believed in me. You're the only reason I'm alive. Yep. He has shown repeatedly that that he seriously cares about the people. Yeah. You know, he's shown that he's a leader. He's shown that he's intelligent. I just, in my mind, that would be kind of a cool thing. But I also wanted Aria to, uh, Aria to, you know, take Jamie's face and. That's true. You did. You just mentioned that a few minutes ago, and so. But. That yeah. does hurt your credibility. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I think I'm a better writer than they Well, there's are still time, because, I guess, for that to play out. But I, I, could, I would really get behind that. I think that that would be... Uh, and when she killed Varys, okay, that kind of... Because I thought Varys might be the guy that takes care of, of Daenerys. Yeah, well, when he started to conspire, I was like, ooh. Right, so, yeah. you know, but he was obviously... You know, he believed... That Jon Snow's a better sure, king. Sure. I don't know. I don't know who else you would put in there. That's a good point. Like, if you're thinking about if someone, I'm thinking that maybe they can, and I'm not a good, you know, writer by any means, so I don't know. But do you have to have somebody on the Iron Throne? Can there be a story twist? I, I guess the, yes. the country might eight, eight riot. seasons, 10 years, <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden, riot. <laughs> it, nobody's there. Well, they all go about their way. They go to Starbucks and even, have a coffee. Even when you're in a club, <laughs> there's always one kid who kind of calls everything. Yes, there has to yeah, be a leader. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just run amok, run amok. Well, there could be a leader, but there's no sort of there's no there's never been a positive connotation to the Iron Throne. You know, it's never been a, a beacon of light. No, like, it it hasn't. But it's been the center of this story. Sure. Yeah, but if Jon Snow was on the Iron Throne, he would be okay with there being, you know, factions and different leaders in different places, you know, he wouldn't want to lead everyone. He would want there to be a democracy. All right, there's I'm, nobody left. I'm going with Steve on this one. I like that. I like Tyrion. Yeah. 
It just kind of makes sense to me. I think that Daenerys and Jon Snow ruled. Daenerys. Yeah, don't don't get up in your head about it. Yeah, it's not Daenerys because I said Daenerys for forever. There's a Y before the S in the spelling of her name. Yeah, and that's why you want to go all crazy with that Y sound. Gotcha. It's just yeah, but it's Daenerys. Daenerys. Daenerys and Jon Snow. Zach's going to be so excited that (laughs) that we had this much of a conversation about it. No, I'm. All right. Well. We'll see, I guess, but I don't know. I just hope it's good. I just hope they stick the landing. Wouldn't you like to see an an all-out fight between Arya and Daenerys? Uh, well, without a dragon, yeah, it's not gonna know. be close. I I just I'm I'm so ready for that little girl just to release all of that somehow. I think she did. Uh, the Hound did her such a service when he said, you know. There's only death from here. Cersei's going to get hers. It's okay if you go. The Hound is like, this is my destiny. I know I'm dying up there. And he selflessly, you know, saves her. Well, it's not selfless, but he shows his humanity and and saves her once again. Which brings my other point to, not not another point, but another thought, that (laughs) you, you don't really know how you're going to react in the middle of a very stressful situation or until you're there. You think you know what you're going to do. You think you're going to be, like maybe Daenerys thought she was going to be calm and cool-headed and reasonable, and Arya thought she was going to go in there, you know, she was going to start, you know, hacking some names off of that list. And you just don't know. So however much you think you are, you that much aren't. Yeah, deep. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're gonna. What was what, what used to be? We that may have to pull that one out on because forty-eight. <laughs> yeah, 30. I'll have it. I'll, I'll I'll pull that out when I'm editing. Isn't it. like deep thoughts on Saturday uh, Night Live? Yeah, just, Jack Handy. There you go. Just <laughs> picture a bouquet of flowers and a bubble bath. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be that you are. <laughs> I can't even. Yeah, see, so yeah, we're going to have to pull yeah. that one out, and and that's going to you know that. That's going to be on a pillow, I think. <laughs> that would cost some vacil- T-shirts, that, that, would, that, would, that would cost some serious self vacillation. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we'll have Jim put that on a rustic-looking sign. <laughs> <laughs> no <Exactly>. self vacillating, <laughs> <laughs> or or however much you think you are, you aren't. Both. <laughs> Everything Adam says and what you just said. Yeah. (laughs) Casa de Juby, where egos come to die. That's right. (laughs) Check them at the door, folks. (laughs) They got no place in here. The one thing I will say about Game of Thrones is that it does spark some really good conversation. And I personally have, and, and especially talking with, you know, you guys and talking with Zach, get a different perspective on oh, what they're doing. I... <sighs> this okay. pause interrupted by my last thought. I want I to see a little 10 or 15 minute reel on the making of the beginning of the show. I am fascinated with the contraptions and the forts and the castles and the Oh, keeps. you mean that animation for the opening? Yeah, the yeah. opening. Yeah. yeah, the opening reel for the show. The credits, yeah. Oh, I would love, because I love watching things like that. That's, what's that show we watch where it always starts with a contraption of, I don't know what you call those, and then the marble falls. Oh, elementary. Elementary, but what is that whole contraption oh, it's a mouse trap like it that it's, I know it's an elaborate, I know what you're talking about it's but an yeah. elaborate mouse trap right really is what they're what it is but so that's what but the, there's a name for I know what you but mean the, yeah. there uh, that's what Adam this, do you know what name Adam, of that Adam <laughs> help us out buddy uh, it is a <laughs> ratatrapezoid <laughs> that's it okay I knew it. It was yeah. right there on the tip of well, my tongue. Well, yeah, we go to the, you know, to the dictionary over here. So I, I'm, I really, just, I'm really sorry Zachary's not here. Um, well, he's like because, 11 feet away. Yeah, <laughs> well, He's here, but he's not here. Um, In spirit, But he, yes. he even noticed when we were watching the very first episode of this last season, he wanted to see how far the snow, how far the cold had gotten into the... Um, what Down from the north, yeah. The, the civilization, yeah. How how far the how far the snow had gone, 
and then with each season it would change a little bit and you would get a new property it was kind of like playing monopoly and mousetrap and geometry nice well That's, yeah uh, it, it was yeah it was funny because initially it's it's like the opening of like two and a half men and i noticed it you know early on that you know that you have the singing sure know, and then jake starts off the age of the start of the show right and then as they finish the song he morphs into however old he is in that season in that season yeah and the same thing with this game of thrones it's just an opening that changes and you don't think about it why are you making a face i love you but sometimes well, i just don't even know where you're at <laughs> so for well, it's, it's a change <laughs> in an opening of a show is where my head goes for me because Honestly, what would happen is it, they would keep adding different things to the opening, and if you're just if you're not paying attention, you don't notice that. Or if right. you skip through it, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. Well, it's a. So it, let me it, clarify this by saying, what I loved more than the evolution of the opening is just the mechanics and the opening. Just itself. the cool lookingness yes, of the, it. The, all yeah. the, the all the, the the mechanics of the architecture. Yeah, so, you know I the guess. But excellent. Um, oh yeah, simile. Just don't. excellent just simile. Don't. Don't. It's the it's the classic two and a half men <laughs> Game of Thrones simile. Everybody knows. Just it. don't. <laughs> it's a tale as old the, as time. It's a new drinking it game. It works. Folks. The fact well, that you got okay. lost halfway down the trail. Don't blame me. Okay. No, I feel that the beginning mm -hmm. part for me, you know, and as you talk about Zach was was looking forward to how far the blue had gotten down to Winterfell. You know, and how close it was, and they go keeping track of that throughout the beginning of, of this season, at least. Um, but even before that, you know, you look and see what's different on the entrance, and it, it, it kind of almost reminds me of that um, what happened last episode kind of entrance it's just like it's it's re refreshing you with maybe a new piece of information or reminding yeah, like you something something exactly. new that happened <laughs> steve just made this point out of yeah. come on thanks for thanks for backing me up on that because i i i feel like i was getting some no um, you're right it's it was uh it changed in with form. the season it it, cool. or even per episode yeah, yeah. You know, well, right, and, and if they're happening. yeah, all of a sudden now, no. you know, Dorn or yeah. different no. per season. Yeah, there no, was things. There no. was things that happened within, per episode within the season. Within it would the change. season, oh, absolutely. Yeah. If they and were the, going into a new area that we hadn't been in call, before, what do you call? What you is that the? What do you call that? Like part at, you're married to a cinematographer. You need to know this lingo. We're counting on you. It's what do I call what the opening credits? What. The, well, the show, guess, the opening of the show. Yeah, the opening of it. Well, it's the opening credits. It's, 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 yeah, it's technical. The, the it's technical. It's, it's, it's the opening. It's, it's the credit sequence. But like, the title Dorn sequence. wasn't on there until Dorn was introduced into the show, and then it was, you know, then there was Dorn. Right. Okay. Yeah, it did. It. Yeah, it was very. Cool. I stand corrected. <laughs> Thank you. Probably. I mean, we, we're not. <laughs> We didn't go back and look at it. But no. Somebody wants I to fact check anything that I, uh, we're saying. Feel free to do so once and again, keep it to yourself. Nobody's listening. <laughs> so, uh, There's juby takers out there. For sure. Oh, no, I, you I, know, and I really... We I, love our peeps. But yes, we do. Yes, we do. All three of you. <laughs> well, you know, and they spend a lot of money because we've been doing pretty well on, on, the, Amazon. on the Amazon thing. <laughs> Good. So keep doing that, folks. You should see all of our new equipment. We're... Yeah. And our shiny new jackets. <laughs> Members <Yeah>. jackets. <laughs> <laughs> Members only. Yeah. Juby take. I got my patch. <laughs> so, okay. So Sunday night, final episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yep. We're excited. I can't wait for Tyrion to sit on the Iron Throne. Nice. I like it. <laughs> and if he doesn't, I, I'll... I'm, canceling hbo yeah you'll because, swear it off like everybody did well, okay uh, <laughs> i will i will cancel hbo after the 30th what's the 30th no because now I, i'm I, watching gentleman jack and i am hooked big time okay i haven't watched any what's of that what's the 30th what's the 30th the deadwood movie oh, oh duh. yeah, yeah. Right. i can't believe you did that to me <laughs> i just give you your there, moment TJC. i'm so excited Left i didn't in. know it was coming out then yeah, yeah, yeah that's um, right i just the deadwood, saw that the deadwood movie is, is that coming is the 30th to of this hbo month. It'll yeah, be, it's just it's a wrap-up movie because be, they, they left us all hanging. Is it only HBO or are they going to release it in theaters also? I 
believe it's just HBO. Oh, okay. Timothy Oliphant, everyone's this everybody's back. Everybody's back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the, yeah. You haven't yes. seen the trailer, then I take it. Okay. No. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. George Hurst is back. Yes. The only person that isn't is Powers Booth Trixie, because he died. Trixie, um, what star? Yeah. Yeah. Um, John Hawks is that the? What's his, yeah, John Hawks. What was yeah. Timothy Oliphant's like uh, right star. hand? Star, star, Seth, Seth Saul Star, Seth Star, Sal Star, Sal Star, and that Saul Star, and then Seth Bullock, and, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then what's yeah. the what was the name of the woman that caused all the grief, the rich woman? Oh, uh, yeah, her the actress's Molly name is Molly Parker. Parker. Yeah. Well, but what's her character's name? I don't know. She's the who's the the rich lady that yeah. Causes, yeah. that takes in the 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 Ms. mute Swede Mrs mm-hmm. whatever her dead husband's name yeah. is yeah yeah <laughs> Molly Parker yeah they're all uh, and I and Rob, that's super exciting did, was Robin Weigart on there was Jane on there did you see yes. Jane yes Jane she's yeah. such a good yeah. actress she is one of my favorite 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 talk character about your one eighties oh man she was the actress from Life that played the sergeant so horrible she was so bad and then uh, and then turn I mean that's got to be the biggest chasm between I've seen her in a couple other things she was on uh, Chicago PD for a while. She does a lot of TV now. A lot of TV. But no, she's great. And Charlie Utter. Yeah, I can't remember. God, I I should brush up. Charlie Utter, you can't remember? No, I should watch the last uh, like three episodes or Bill Hickok and Charlie Utter. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was the yeah. freight Charlie, guy. Charlie, the freight. Yeah, yeah, he was the freight guy, but yeah, it was yeah. the three of them that came yeah, into town. Right. She just was always busting his balls. Yeah. And, and then, the mayor is coming back. Yeah. And then Powers Booth is the only person I don't... Who played isn't. the guy, or what's the name of the character that um, ended up marrying the rich lady to protect her claim? Oh, uh he had a. He was a. It was just his last yeah. name. And is he still in no, the? No, he was killed. He got killed. Oh, did he? Yeah, it was one of the oh. like. Oh. Yeah, George Hurst he's, had him killed. Oh, he's was, on a different show now. He's a friend of mine. Is his niece? Oh, and, really? Yeah, and this friend of mine Oops. has a um, has a terminally ill um, teenager with brain cancer. It's uh-huh. a sick story. Um, but the actor who's her uncle that played that character on Deadwood has just helped them raise oh, so cool. much money for the treatment for her daughter. Yeah, so that, that he's, guy. He's, he's an all around really good guy. And he's on another TV show right now. And I, oh, it's well, he made a brief, uh, he was unjustified briefly. He was yeah. like uh, the mine well, everybody. foreman. There were probably 10 different people from unjustified, uh, yeah. From Deadwood that ended up going to, uh, to Justified and had cameos. Nobody had an ongoing uh, character for that long, but there were a bunch of people that... Except for Timothy Oliphant, Oliphant, of course. Elephant? Oliphant? Oliphant. (laughs) So, okay. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Sunday night. We're excited. And uh, end of the month. I think that's probably tonight as you're listening to this. Could be. This (laughs) podcast brought to you by HBO. No, just kidding. Completely kidding. Big joke. Big joke. Oh, we're going to get a bad letter now. We're going to get Cease a letter. Cease and desist. Yeah. Desist. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to pick up on that one. Um, <laughs> and, and again, everybody, I want to thank everybody for uh, for ordering things through Amazon. That's yeah. been That's been awesome. We have been able to pick up a few things. Continue to do so. And you'll find that available on our website. Which is? TheJubyTake.com. Thank you. TheJubyTake.com. Yeah, a little banner on the bottom. And uh, I wouldn't feel comfortable without apologizing for not having something out here recently, but we've, Adam has moved and, and we've had a lot of different things and we haven't gotten as many episodes out in yeah. recent weeks. But then again, Nobody you know, listens. it's not about quantity. It's about quality. That's true. Okay. But we'll have more out later soon. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to try to get back to it. All right. So, okay. That's it. Cool. I appreciate everyone. And if you guys want, there's definitely going to be more perspectives later. Who are the good ones? The good ones of today. Point them out to me so I can come and join their raid. 
We'll walk around this land with open hands looking for change. We'll want to understand this progression we have at hand. Humanity is killing wheat, for this we will not stand. I say let's progress in good contest. Make conference, then love our best. Our onslaught of love will be at an all-time high. Crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines. Our love that makes no sense. We who spend love at no expense. We are a force of passion. Create a new faction. Taking action, working hard just for the satisfactions. With the abilities to shine so bright that others want to fight. Because our light is in their eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the skies. Don't remain mystified by their lies. And trust us, for we will teach you how to be.